0: the best place in the world and yet I didn't quite plan for retirement as I should have so can I sell my million-dollar house in San Luis Obispo buy a $700,000 house in Paso Robles and I don't have to leave the community and yet I just created $300,000 worth of wealth immediately to supplement my retirement
1: and and I get to have that vote. and
2: you brought your tax basis with you
1: a lot of national and regional headlines have focused on the California exit strategy but in the most populous state in the nation there are lots of places people can escape to that aren't the metropolitan hubs that are plagued with the problems associated with overpopulation The Central Coast seems to be one of them. In this episode of the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with Hal Swayze, the team highlights all the tax benefits that Prop 19 provides when relocating in state and provides some eye-opening scenarios as to why real estate ownership is likely your best investment and nest egg for retirement. Prop 19, it might just keep you in the golden state. Here's your host, James Bueno.
3: We are back with the team here. With the slow county real estate, with Mister House Wazy, how are you, sir? James, wonderful, thank you. JT, how are you? Hey, perfect. Mister Pete, I'm great. Man. How are you? Great, and Mister Kingman, excellent as well. Well, all right. I'm super excited to be here, and I just thought of a new game. As we we're having this crazy conversation before the podcast started, I think we should have a prize of some sort if somebody could think of a song that Jeff doesn't know. Would that be possible? Would no, that be, would that no.
1: I, I don't know a lot of. Uh, perfect.
3: Somebody will win. Win.
1: Well, uh, so why, far, well, nobody has. Game. Yeah, that's. Then that's the, that's, the, game.
3: that's why it's a game. We got to find out what song that you are not familiar
1: with that maybe you don't know. So uh, <laughs> a, a year ago or so, um, Jay brought up what was the song that you the crystal ball sticks. song? sticks sticks. I'd never heard that song. What? What? That's like that's album it, track to me. That isn't. I think so. I know. You brought it up as if it was a well, reference that everybody would get. Yeah, I work at a classic rock radio station. Well, yeah. And <clears> I <throat> have no so idea So that,
3: that's the, the, the point here, is. everybody. So Jeff Kingman, he obviously works at a radio station. So I think if we can get you, we should earn a prize.
1: What do you want, like? concert tickets or something for me I, <laughs> well, I no, start. well now i do yes
3: absolutely yeah
4: <laughs> i love this game <laughs> that's
3: not what i was thinking i was thinking like <laughs> was, five bucks or something but yeah he gave it the away to <laughs> yeah he did <laughs> actually you have gotten me concert tickets so i know that you have access to that <laughs>
1: <laughs> worst mistake i ever made yes <laughs> all right you're so, still socially paying for that one yeah
3: I, I, it's a great idea thanks thanks for reminding me all right sorry hal we have a We have a a pretty important topic uh, today, so let's uh, go ahead and get rolling.
4: Well, the music was age-related, right? Jeff, Jeff, can I ask on the Well, it's got to be classic. How old are you? I am 48. Okay. And Jay, you're how old? I'll be fifty-three this month. I can't believe you didn't know that sticks song. No, I,
1: it's all right. I guess that was the five-year gap
4: that. <laughs> that yeah. I, oh, that's the famous five-year gap yeah, we all hear yeah. about like now. That yeah. are seventy-nine to
1: eighty-four. There. I think. Yeah. Is, right. You know, this, okay. I got lost
4: in. That. Yeah, I thought it was fifty to sixty <laughs> age. Yeah. Okay. Well, well maybe the game it's it's has, has a has a newer age. Yeah. 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 Right. There's math involved again. There you go. Math. So <laughs> this is an age. Um, well, one of the things about this, so we're going to talk about the the proposition in the past. It's a law now okay proposition 19 right we'd have a lot of people who've lived in their homes a long time and they've had a lot of appreciation so the great thing about prop 19 which replaced another proposition is it allows people to transfer their tax base based on being a certain age so 55 and older which is a senior so i'm so glad to be a senior or if you if you're severely, severely excuse me disabled both of those groups are allowed to transfer your tax base why does this make a difference well i would see before people would wait they're fifty-five to sell their home because they, they have such a low property tax and it's fixed that they want to make the jump up that they buy a more expensive home. And let's say in San Luis Obispo, twenty years ago, uh, in the nineties, even thirty years ago, let's say, it was a two hundred thousand dollar house. That could easily be worth a million dollars today. Yeah, easily. And your your taxes went from two thousand and slowly came up. So now they're probably three thousand. Under normal circumstances, if you don't have Prop 19. You go buy a house for a million dollars, now you're at $10,000 a year. Big difference for young yeah, people. It's almost $1,000 a month extra if you've got inbounds. Previously, you could just sell that house and go buy something less expensive, and one time you can move your tax base. And just in San Luis County. Yeah, like, just within, there were a couple of counties I yeah, think you could transfer. a couple it. that had
0: reciprocal yeah. agreements, yeah, but, but not-, not mo-
4: many of them didn't. Most, most them. counties didn't want to say, sure, come on in here and bring your cheap property taxes yeah. and you know we'll lose money on you, right? So, that's, that's, so this Prop 19, the nice thing is it made it statewide. So the changes now are, uh, one, you can do it three times. Two, you can move anywhere you want in the state. Yeah. So you have a lot more portability- so let's say you live here, but you have family in a more expensive area, in you know, the San Francisco area or the Los Angeles, whatever There's more expensive. And you have a million-dollar house here, but you want to buy a house, and your new town is a million-one. And you can afford it, but you don't want to go to you know $11,000 a year in taxes. So now they'll let you just adjust based on the change of what you sell for versus what you buy for. So if I go for the example, I just sold my house for a million bucks, I'm not going to go up to ten thousand or eleven thousand dollars a year. I get to keep it, but because I went up a hundred thousand dollars, my taxes is now my three thousand a year plus the difference between a million and a million one. That's a hundred thousand dollars, so like a thousand dollars a year. So just a smaller impact. So you're going to pay four grand instead of eleven
2: grand. That exactly, a huge advantage. Yeah, great deal. Yeah, put
4: me in, year, coach, year after year. Right. So so John, you you were asking before, and you came up with the answer. So. As we, you know, people get older, they they need to downsize. They want to take advantage of their equity. What 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 would you say from your perspective, Jay or John? Is the meaning of this for a, for a homeowner?
2: Well, I, we saw a huge swell of it. It was one of the three prongs that really aided in San Luis County's values. Was that people were living in an area where they had a lot more mobility? They could put a big chunk of money in the bank if they're moving from the from the LA area, San Francisco area, where they've got you know they bought a house for three hundred thousand, the loans paid off. It's now worth three million. They can come down here, pay cash, and that's why we saw, you know, properties on the market for a million. Uh, were being uh, sold for a million three because someone had this incredible amount of capital coming out of another area. They're bringing their tax basis with them, and then on top of all of that, they end up with uh, you know a million and a half in the bank that they can live on. And what a quality of life mm-hmm. uh, that that provides—much, much, much different. So that we—that's we One of the benefit. one of the things that we saw um, that affected our values, I think, here over the past couple of years.
0: Well, I think the real benefit is the second part of what you said based on my prior life and my prior life was in the financial services business. And I would tell you that uh, people didn't plan for retirement as maybe as well as they, I'm not going to say should, but as they could have. And so what it allows one to do is, is sell their house, uh, buy down and take the difference, and use it to supplement their retirement. I don't know how many people I know that have done that, but it's a lot.
2: Yeah. Well,
4: yeah. I've heard it said, and I think it's pretty true, for a lot of people, their home is their most valuable financial asset. And it becomes a part of their, it's a home, but it becomes part of their financial future.
0: Yeah, I, I have some friends that that sold their house for 2.2 million, bought a house for 800,000, and guess what it did to their retirement
2: wow, it made it a lot nicer. It meant yeah. a
0: boat and fishing yeah. and vacations and all the things they dreamt about, but didn't really plan well enough. And it got them there.
4: And, and I've seen it where it makes a difference between, you know, having to keep working all the time or versus yeah. actually Walmart retiring. Theater? Yeah. You know, yeah. actually retiring, you know, right. having some options. For the most part, there's a good portion you get that is um, tax free
2: on your residence. Yeah, when you sell, you get if right. you're married, it's what's two hundred fifty thousand per person. Yeah. So if you're married, that's a half a million dollars you get to put in your pocket tax free on your primary residence. If you're married to two people, do you get yeah. 50 so times the, three the sister wives? You're going to
4: jail. Wrong state. Okay, wrong, wrong state. state. Okay, yeah. yeah. So so yeah, I mean that and that makes a big deal because if I'm going to get three four five hundred thousand dollars for retirement. If I have to sell something, tap into an IRA, I have to earn it. Boy, you don't end up with five hundred thousand. You're you know. going to seven, eight, nine hundred thousand dollars to get to five hundred. So it, it's a pretty good vehicle for folks to take advantage of that, free up some cash, and change their lifestyle. But more importantly, maybe move to where they want to move. Because I, I can't tell you over the last thirty years how many people put off moving because of that low taxes.
0: Well, you know, and we live in a community where how many of us really want to move? I don't. We don't. It's the the best place in the world. We've talked about that many times on our podcast. It's the best place in the world. And yet, I didn't quite plan for retirement, as I should have. So can I sell my million-dollar house in San Luis Obispo, buy a $700,000 house in Paso Robles, and I don't have to leave the community? Mm -hmm. And yet, I just created... $300,000 worth of wealth immediately to supplement my retirement and and I get to have that boat and
2: you brought your tax basis with you
4: yeah Yeah. so if you make a great wage in this county averages what 70 or 80 maybe I don't know I
2: think the median average median household incomes like 78
4: floating in that that 70s how much do you have to earn and then save to accumulate $300,000 that you just get
0: Depends on how soon you start. Right? No, but I mean, even
4: at that, I mean, if you're living on that money. So at the end of the day, freeing up that money in that fashion for you is a big, big financial boon that take could take years to accumulate otherwise. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so good for those folks. But yeah, a lot of people, we get people calling us about that a lot lately. And so anyway, just that Prop 19 makes a big difference for people.
3: So let everybody know. So let's say... Um, you have a house here in Slo, mm-hmm. somewhere downtown. It's a one point five. Yep. I want to move to Arizona. Yep. I Sell it. And I'm going to buy a seven hundred thousand dollar house there. Mm-hmm. So, how much am I paying in taxes? What, what's going to happen?
4: Well, the tax questions varied. So, if it's a, if, if, let's say you said a million five, and you know you paid five hundred or six hundred thousand for it, and you can show you put a you know three or four hundred to remodel it or whatever that. Is. So, you got a right. million into it. So, you're going to get five hundred thousand tax free. But you go buy seven hundred thousand. You've saved in your housing costs somewhere. That, that gap is what eight hundred thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now property taxes in Arizona, I don't know what they are. Let's say you owe five hundred on that house. You paid five hundred. You put no money down. You paid cash for your improvements. You got a million dollars into it, so you come out with a million. Now you go pay cash seven hundred thousand in Arizona. You've paid off your five hundred thousand dollar debt. And so, what does that leave you? Three hundred in cash. Three hundred in cash. Three hundred in cash with no debt versus Five hundred thousand dollar mortgage every month. At today, you know, at three percent, I don't know what that's going to be, two or three thousand dollars a month. Twenty yeah. five hundred bucks. So, yeah. As
0: we as we think back to Prop nineteen, which is where this conversation started. Right. Prop nineteen is within the confines of California only; it
3: doesn't yeah. extend so, to Arizona. Right. That's what I'm saying. So what's the so what's going to happen? So if I go to Arizona,
0: you're going to pay whatever the appropriate real estate tax is on a seven on So the, right.
1: then, was this designed? to keep people in California?
4: It came off Prop 13, where, you know, again, we, we promote real estate, right? Mm-hmm. So in the early 70s, you might have paid $25,000 for a house, and the next thing you know, a few years later, it might be fifty or $60,000, which seems like nothing now. Mm-hmm. But your taxes have doubled, and it would just go up every year regardless. And and it was they passed that law, and John would know a little bit more because we're about the same age, but he's smarter. <laughs> and, um, and, and it was really to keep people from being able to stay in their house because if, if they couldn't keep up with the rate of... Increase in values of homes with the matching tax rate. Okay. Is there
0: any benefits to this prop 19? Maybe this is a question for Jay. I'm not sure uh, To families can you can you pass property from one generation to the next and still kind of Be able to use prop 19 to help you on the tax on the real estate tax? There
2: is an intergenerational transfer exclusion um, from parent to child. Okay um, Okay, the, so what is uh, you just you just messed up my vocabulary I don't know. (laughs) Intergenerational. And it's so, like, so a parent to child. Inherited. Inherited. Yeah. 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 So if I have a, I have a, my my tax basis is on a property for, you know, $500,000 and now the house is worth a million. Um, I can transfer the property to my child, my son, and he can take over my property. He can buy my property and, and hang on to my tax basis. There's criteria around it. It has to be done within a year of the transfer. He has up to three years to actually make it go through. The the details on it are, are you know, I, I don't have... They're outside in, in, of our expertise.
4: This is yeah. new. Yeah. Right. Yeah, That's this is brand new. Yeah, this part of it is new. And, and and actually, it's not probably as favorable to families with highly appreciated assets where you used to be able to just, hey, my kids are going to take it over that, that goes in their name and they get to keep that tax base. Yeah. Now it's more way more limited. You can't keep it as a rental and keep low taxes. Right? Yeah, so it has
2: to be their primary residence. It has to be their primary. Or, or it can be like a working farm. I think the verbiage is actually specific. It says their home or family farm. And boy, those farms, like in the Inland Valleys here, are yeah. with,
4: those are big farms with a lot of money, and, and there's not a lot of kids growing up. That want to do the same thing the folks did in terms of farming so that 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 is i mean i've talked to an estate attorney here recently and that is a big deal that people don't realize the the cost that comes when that thing gets reassessed upon someone's demise versus you know one of the children direct descendant moving in doing all the appropriate things and again we're not going to talk about specifics here because it's so new, but it, it does affect you. So if you're, you know, a family inheriting a property, you'll want to call that assessor's office right away and get that sorted out or a good estate attorney.
0: I've heard you talk with clients and you come right up to the accounting line, you come right up to the legal line and real estate agents aren't accountants, CPAs or or lawyers. So it's it's a fine line where you've got to make sure that you're giving great advice to your clients and great the the best advice usually is go see your lawyer or your CPA, right? Yeah,
4: I mean I guess the one thing we can do is tell them which questions to ask. Yeah, right. Right? And and that's the one thing. You know, it's like I can't give medical advice, but
2: I'd say go get your blood pressure tested sure. or whatever, you know. All this Ask too is, about that. Yeah. is done by the assessor, the county assessor's office. Yeah, and it's not automatic. Like if you move and relocate, you don't automatically get that exclusion. You have to apply for it. That's really important. Yeah, yeah. And there's a window of time. So, yeah. so how, how Jay,
3: get, getting to you, how so? When, if you're going to go to a listing appointment, is this something yes. that you discuss? Uh, you know, with your clients and and Jay, uh, second part, is it common for a lot of the agents? You know, talking about taxes. So we're. You know, well, what do you do
4: it 's not so much taxes, but you, you know again, because we have low turnover here in, in terms of housing, and people don 't move that often and they 've got low interest rates, free and clear houses, low taxes they love it here i mean i always <laughs> I always designate a great neighborhood when you don 't see homes come up for sale until someone passes away or moves to a retirement home that, I, I mean that 's always a sign of a good neighborhood, low turnover right. So what happens is a family member will come in and go, okay, mom or dad's passed away, we've got the house, now what do we do? I always tell them, consult with your tax advisor, see if this property qualifies for that. Because if it does, and you don't want to keep it in the family or two siblings can't agree on what to do with the house, there's a big difference on having proper tax planning and estate planning. So I just tell them you should consult with them before you make this decision on whether or not to sell your house, keep it, rent it, inherit it, whatever it is. Because those have major impacts financially. And, and that's the advice I can give them. I know one of the things that you talk about right up
0: front is you know, their motivation for selling. Right. And, and so my guess is within their motivation for selling, you're uncovering uh, these things to where you can point them in the right direction.
4: Yeah, we have that conversation. Should I wait? Should I start right away? Should I keep the house? Should I rent the house? You know, what's better? And I just give them the options from what I've seen. And after doing this a long time, you, you just learn what some of the uh, potential options would be that they should look into and see what the best fit for them is. Yeah, so we can give them kind of a little bit of direction, but the other, uh, the other real answers come with the professionals and the tax and the law right. degrees
2: yeah you know i liken um you know, the your business how to you know not a not a race car a tour de france Be Careful what you say here a tour, a tour de france <laughs> team jalopy oh, so, sure. no, a Tour de france team like you've got a team of five six guys that are all going in the same direction they're all at the relatively same speed um and they're helping each other win but only one guy is gonna across the finish line, you've got CPAs at your disposal, you've got attorneys, you've got contractors, you've got photographers, you've got people that are on your team, and you're, you're running a, you know, a marathon bike race through life, but you've got all these people around you, and I think that's kind of a great thing for individuals to know, that you know, if you're working with uh, someone like Hal, you've got the opportunity to not only have Hal, but have the experience of all the professionals he's been associated with over all these years. You've been running the Tour de France for how many years? Um, well,
4: see, here's a good, I don't know how to change a tire. And if it (laughs) did, Koda can do it in like two seconds and it'd take me two days. Right. So I'd lose without the the tire changer. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. See, absolutely, (laughs) that's a fact.
3: So how you're a great resource to be, and you're also not too proud. If you don't have the answer, you, you can tell them where to go, right?
4: Oh, most of the time I don't have any answers. Yeah. (laughs) so yeah yeah. all right uh there's
3: been plenty of times when
0: he's told me where to go yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, in
4: what lane to be in i got your answer right here
3: john (laughs) (laughs) on that note all right anybody anybody have any final thoughts for uh, today's episode
4: no i mean yeah yeah, call call us you know i mean it's so nice to get people a lot more people call us now because of this podcast it opens up questions in people's mind and opens up doors that they didn't know existed yeah and that's what we're here for
3: and and fyi just for people listening out there how we'll talk to you you can call the office and get house ways. He does pick up his phone, so don't don't be shy. All right, gentlemen. anybody Anything else?
2: The anybody? median household income in San Luis County is eighty two thousand dollars. It has gone up since I looked. At it eighty two okay. thousand. Little over eighty two thousand. All right. Okay. That's eight, that's forty one thousand per household member. They're assuming two people live in a household. Two two people. Median household income oh, eighty two thousand. Wow. Okay. Crazy, huh? Okay. All right. That's it. Final thought. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right, anybody have a classic uh, rock song that they want to shoot at Jeff here real quick? Going once, going twice?
2: Do ya.
4: Do ya. Do ya. Isn't that? That is? That's the name of the song? Do okay, ya? You stumped. Do ya? Do ya. Do ya. Isn't that the, th- p- the th- th- Cat <laughs> Dolls?
1: Yeah, that sounds like a, like an <laughs> 80s hip-hop song. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got to sing a little <laughs> bit of it. John <laughs> Turner, <laughs> you can't say... Oh, j- let, let's
3: not. Oh. <clears throat> let's not get JT singing. That's
1: what I electric light orchestra. that's the, stuff that we need. That's the gold that we need. <laughs> <laughs> the move. Uh, the, oh, boo!
0: Yeah,
4: the move. Yeah, it's our, the our, move, I, yeah. Okay. See. I'm gonna get an easier that's one. Deeper. Than I got too ball. much too much time on my hands. Two. Sticks.
2: Bing. There you go. Oh. Yeah, oh, redemption. I, 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 was, I, 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 sing sing I was
4: hoping yeah. you. You see,
1: whenever somebody asks you to sing a song, JT. Always sing it just to yourself in your head. Because now we got audio of you singing, do you?
4: You
1: you're so lucky yeah. <laughs> and
4: I did it for free the electric light orchestra do you do you want my life isn't that one
3: and now we got Hal Swayze want? singing <laughs> keep it
2: up it's everybody really Keep the it up. move
0: no. the right. move did the song and I think the move later became the electric light orchestra right. oh okay right. well that's good question Swayze uh, some, okay. so, so we need to be we need
3: to, we need to be the move and we're gonna move on and uh, thank you everybody uh, appreciate it uh, everybody that <laughs> Listen to us. Sorry, we're having too much fun today. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the House Wazy podcast. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. It comes out every Monday, so check for it in your feed for the latest information on the San Luis Obispo County Market. The Slow County Real Estate with House Swayze podcast is available wherever you get your podcast and on com, where you can find current listings and other real estate tips. housewazy.com, that's H A L. S W E A S E Y dot com. I am James Bueno, Director of Marketing for the House Swayze Group. If you're looking for anything real estate, give us a call 805 781 3750.
1: House Swayze is a licensed California real estate broker. DRE number 01111911. The Low County Real Estate with House Swayze Podcast is a production of AGM
4: Podcasts. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.